is going to be like, oh my god, they're rebooting Black Ops 2. This movie did not do well with critics. And for some good reasons, but I don't know, man. I really enjoyed it. I'm like a fucking action movie nerd, man. I love that shit. Yeah, I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I am not, with uh, full candor, not a big Hall fan. I think he's a good actor, but he's super typecast in just these silent roles that he doesn't really like put much oh my uh, god emotion into oh my god (laughs) what what's up i wasn't even thinking i was too busy talking to you about the modern warfare 2 thing remember when i said i was gonna send you something (laughs) yeah i sent you a little video i'll send it to you now but (laughs) i accidentally (laughs) sent that to my mom (laughs) Uh oh (laughs) Mom, check she, out replies, this game. she replies, is that a game? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh it's my fucking God. sick, bro. Fucking you know I'm on Modern Warfare no 2, man. Is that a game? God. <laughs> Who the fuck does that? I wasn't even paying attention because I thought I was the last you were the last person I texted. And then I just clicked the top person, not even paying attention to who I was sending it to. And uh, yeah, that was my mom because my laptop has different timelines than my phone. (laughs) Sorry, I completely (laughs) interrupted what we were saying with that. But that that shit's funny. Uh, But Gyllenhaal was not in this movie. What? No. Oh, is that Gosling? Ryan Gosling, man. It's his first action movie. Ryan Gosling. That's what I meant. Uh, Why do I have Gyllenhaal in my head? I don't know. Well, I guess the goatee. It's the goatee. The scruffy. You know what? You you take that scruffy goatee and you put it on Jake Gyllenhaal. They're the same person. Ryan Gosling. Oh, my God. Am I retarded? These guys just actually look... They do alike, look, though. They do look alike. I'm looking at them side by side, and now I'm rethinking you know, the entire movie catalog in my head. I'm like, wait, which <laughs> one was which movies that I'm criticizing in my head right now? I don't know. I, I was thinking Blade Runner, which is Gosling, not Joe yeah, Paul. It is Gosling. Uh, I think Gosling is the one that I think is not usually very emotional. Um, he's not. He's just not, very stoic. But I, it makes sense for Blade Runner. But maybe I think not. that's why they, you know, they casted him for this because his character is a very unemotional guy, and like that's yeah. that's very clear throughout the whole film. Not much affects him, even when he's getting his ass kicked, which is very few times in this movie. Well, no, he gets his ass kicked a lot. He's been shot stabbed fucking what else he's like a lot i don't know it, it wasn't much like i feel like he was like he was he like was john wick in this shit like yeah even better than john wick he was like uh 
He hit that fucking riot shield at the one point. Um, yeah, he was just kicking ass. Even in the final battle, like he uh, with uh, Lloyd uh, Chris Evans, yeah, he was kicking his ass, and it wasn't was. until Chris Evans brought brought out a knife that it was even evenly matched. And, and then he still kicked his ass. You saw the point where he got stabbed with the fucking eight inch <laughs> knife. Six I'm like, times. he's dead. Yeah, like six times. I'm like, he's dead. What is he doing? He's getting up yep. and he's he's brushing it off. Oh. Hip, stomach, uh, shoulder, shoulder, shoulder. Yeah. I'm like, how is this dude not bled out? Like, even before that, I, throughout the whole day, he got shot like twice, right? Right. They went to Yeah, a, I did um I did see that scene. It reminded me of uh iPhone is getting very brazen with posting death in the features now. Yeah. Um well this one wasn't a death, but it was an attempted store robbery. And oh the Asian God. guy behind the counter stabbed the guy like eight times and Holy he lived. Shit. Yeah, I knew yeah. I yeah. So I, I was thinking of that when I seen that scene. I actually uh deleted iFunny a long time ago because of one video that I saw on there that really just set me off. It was like a guy running from the police and uh, he jumped in over the fence into somebody's backyard and then hid in their boat. I don't know if he found a shotgun in there or something, but like he, is, it was like a helicopter footage. Is this the one with the helicopter? Yeah, yeah the black and it white was helicopter footage, and the dude just blows his brains out. And like, yeah, I and remember then I that go one. to the comment section, and people were being so fucking insensitive about it. I'm like, dude, these people are toxic, man. That's just, yeah. I gotta get <laughs> right? out of here. I feel like something sometimes it like uh, like filters in. I'm like, I'm about to say like a comment that's maybe not so PC. And I'm like, oh shit. Maybe this app is getting to me a little bit. Yeah. Like, uh, any post you see with a woman, it's just automatic super sexism comments. Oh, yeah. You know, like, what the it's fuck terrible. is going on, guys? She wasn't They're even like, doing show anything. Show me your like, tits. <laughs> like, how far can you squirt? I'm like, I guys, know. calm the fuck down, you. They are fucking, fucking bonk. Ridiculous. Go to horny jail. I know. Go to horny jail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's ridiculous. The only reason I stay is because occasionally there's good memes. It's just rare nowadays. Yeah. I I just stick to Reddit. Like that that's Yeah, Reddit Reddit's good. I, I'd rather deal with that. Even though know, Reddit's got its own like problems really, too. Yeah, they could be really uh snivelly and like <laughs> Well, according to thirty thousand scientists, that can actually happen. Like no shit. It's a meme. Relax. But, yeah, yeah, you get one of the most retarded takes available, and it's like yeah. 50 awards, 5 million upvotes. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah that's just because you can specify your viewership so much on there. Yeah, sometimes it's uh, so it has its moments, just like iFunny, but I'd rather deal with Reddit. But yeah, fucking iFunny. Uh, where were we? Yeah, take um, us take us wherever you want. I didn't do a synopsis for this one. Okay. Uh well, should we should we do an intro? I'll say hello, welcome. And then we'll both I say I think that <laughs> remember. I'll I think this sounds time. like the intro right here. Yeah, absolutely. We are, you know who we are. You clicked on you clicked on this. 
welcome. Yeah, I mean, I mean, our logo's there. I mean, go go fuck yourself if you can't read, you blind piece yeah. of shit. What the fuck? What are you even doing here? How'd you even get here if you couldn't read? Anyways, okay, so we're today we're doing the Gray Man, which is a Netflix original. Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Is there another one? I thought this was it. No, this, this is, is the, the only first. one. Just specified in the year. This is the year of 2022 where Netflix yeah, has it's, agreed it's a to a budget movie. of $200 million. Oh, yeah. shit. This is Netflix's most expensive film to date. I can see it with some of those action scenes. Uh, and there was a. Yeah. There was a The Gray Man spelled with an E and 7A back in 07. Really? Well, this is based off of a book by uh, yeah, Marcus. Mark Greeny. That one was about a bank robbery, though. Okay, so it's not about the book series. There's a book of like, no. there, I mean, Unrelated. there's a series of books by Mark Greeny. I think there's like six of them. This is about, uh, this is an adaptation of the first book. And uh, yeah, has a lot of action sequences, nine of them to be exact. And where the average action film only has like three or four. So, I mean, kudos to them. That you is, notice it. That is huge. And you notice, <laughs> yeah, the pacing. Okay, so this this film does not have very good reviews. And uh, I said that already. For reasons I mean, we'll get to. they're not terrible. They're, they're in the middle. People are mixed about it. And I see why. Uh, most of their gripes is that it's way too long. There's not enough for the plot to latch on or uh, great, great cast, but story takes too great much influence cliche. from other action films, which it does take a lot of influence from other action films like Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible, <laughs> or it's a spy film. Mission Impossible I don't, vibes. Yeah, it's it's a spy film and it, it takes ideas from, uh, you know, 007 and yeah. They even uh, reference that. Yeah, John Rick they're like, even. They're like, why do you call me Sierra 6? Oh, 007 was taken. Of course. Yeah. Double, yeah. It's 6 is a weird name. And this uh, was actually directed by the Russo brothers, which I did not realize while watching it. But yeah. I can definitely see it after, which awesome. Good for them. Yeah, the Russo they're always, brothers. They're always on a good streak. Yeah, they, they have a knack for... Uh, for action films because they they did uh captain america the winter soldier and, yep, and they did War, both uh and game yep if any more than so they they uh really like chris evans they like having him in their films which is they do which does great in this by the way being a villain for the first time i thought it was great other mustache, than uh, man. spoilers knives out Oh, yeah, but you didn't know. Oh, man, I'm sorry if you haven't seen Knives Out, but if you haven't, go watch it. But he is maybe a villain in that. Don't don't quote me on that. <laughs> we need to cut that. Cut, 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 cut to this part. <laughs> clip it, clip it, clip it, clip it. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen Knives Out, go watch it. Chris Evans is great in that, too. I also noticed that a lot of these actors have worked together too. Like, um, oh, now I'm blanking right away that I said it. Um, I believe Evans. Oh yeah, um, Ana de 
sorry, I'm going to butcher this. Ana de Armas, the um, the field agent, yeah, uh, girl that's throughout this as well. She's uh, the, the the what do you call it? The main character in Knives Out. She's the uh, the caretaker. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember now. I, yeah, I seen her. Like, you you look so familiar, but I don't know your name. Yeah. No, she should have had more screen time. If I'm be honest, she didn't have enough. Yeah, she's she's in a lot of stuff, and apparently she's in Blade Runner, so she's also worked with Gosling. So she's kind of just the, uh, the connecting point here. She was uh, she, she was that AI in Blade Runner forty nine. Oh shit, man! Why have I not? I should have known this. I feel like good I actor, but this is really yeah, this is really good. I'm I'm really glad that she was able to make it for another another bit yeah, big I, action and, movie with these guys. And another connection, just looking at her IMDb page here, she was in No Time to Die, the most recent Bond film here. The uh, oh, last yeah. one for Daniel Craig. Yeah. So she's like just right I up there her with uh, all the connections. Yeah, I, I watched all of the Daniel Craig 007s. I liked him. I liked him as much as I did this one because I, man, I'm a sucker for spy films for sure. It was super cool. I I think it was, um, yeah, I thought it was great. I it it does have a bit of uh, lowbrow like this is enough to keep you entertained, but you can't take it that seriously. You know, it's a super fun movie, but when you want to start talking about plot points, then that's where it gets kind of iffy because honestly, the story is a bit overdone, if I'm going to say. Like, this is like classic, uh, like Jason Bourne shit. It's been done before, but I don't know. I love it. Came here for the action. You don't play Call of Duty. And then be like, wow, you know, I really uh, don't like how they did Captain Price in that. He doesn't have <laughs> much of a personality other than telling me to open the door. Yeah, we, we don't really get any personality from anyone throughout no. this. You, I mean, you get like like a one track like motivation. Like, OK, six really values civilian life yep. and doesn't want to kill innocent people. The it's very simple. Anna, I, I can't remember her her name in the in the movie, but she just uh, it's, she wants uh, the Danny. justice for Danny. Okay, Danny just wants the justice for her department. Yep, uh, she wants the corruption to end. Uh, Lloyd really just cares wants about her. Just career. really wants to kill Six. Yep, like he they didn't is... even give him a reason. They're just like he's been hired. He's, yeah, he's just super his motivated. motivations. His motivations were so obscure. Other than he just wanted to do it. I don't like he had no past connections with this guy, but he gets hired to do this job to go kill this guy. And he's like, oh, it could be fun. And then he just goes on an all out rampage. <laughs> he's like, like 150 people shit. die over this like crusade on trying to kill this guy. I don't know if it was the yeah. payout. He offered a like a $50 million bounty. Yeah, that was another thing I was confused about. I was like, is Lloyd running the show or is it really Carmichael above him, like authorizing each thing? 
Here's yeah, Carmichael just hire Lloyd and Lloyd is going off the rails. There is one thing I did notice. Um, Carmichael in the beginning of the movie orders six to order six, the clear to, uh, kill that guy who we later found out was Sierra four, right? Sierra four. But there was a kid in the way. This guy was willing to murder a child over killing this guy. Which if he was as good of a shot as we see he is later, that kid should have been no problem. (laughs) Right. Yeah. There's, there shouldn't have been a problem there, but he didn't even want to take the chance. Understandably. Right. He has morals. Uh, Carmichael obviously has questionable morals, if any. Uh, But like he he was willing to kill a child over this rather than get the let this info get in the wrong hands because Sierra four was going to sell it to somebody else. And that's why he wanted to dead so bad, because he was going to give that information to somebody that could potentially bring him down. Also. They kept talking about this old man every time they cut to um, like Suzanne and Carmichael arguing about whatever they're arguing about all the time. Uh, yeah, talking about this old man. So obviously there is somebody and also uh, talking the about CIA the, uh, director Billy that Bob they got to Thornton? also mentioned that what what the uh, what's his name Fitzroy. Yeah, Fitzroy. That's not no, that's not the old man they're talking about. The old man is somebody that they're talking about. We don't know who he is. I'm assuming that, you know, this is they're trying to create a franchise here, you know, of the great man yeah. first of the tra- franchise. They're trying to, you know, it's set up for a sequel because that's one of the plot points that wasn't addressed or by the end of the film. Because we don't see what happens to one, two, three, and five. They just they just say that they're dead and move on from there. They yeah they are or dead, dead or back yeah. in jail. Well, because um yeah, they're dead or back in jail, and that's all Carmichael says about them. And six is the last of them left, um before four was killed. So whatever they were doing, I mean, they just wanted all of the Sierra team dead, and we don't know why, because they're up to some shady shit. We found out that was what was on the drive was, uh, you know, a bunch of information about his bad doings or whatever. Yeah, some, you know, just MacGuffin plot device for a reason for them to kill six. Yeah. It wasn't really anything big. It it didn't even know because, like, what would happen if this got out there? Like, they're going to find out that there was a lot of unsanctioned bombings and shit by this guy. And he really wants to cover it up, you know? Human lives are not an issue when it comes to this. Yeah. And in uh, pursuit of trying to cover up his bombings, he commits way worse atrocities. (laughs) Yeah, war crimes. I mean, not even a fucking... Like, like, I don't the think Czech Republic, uh, Singapore, I think there was like, like three countries where they like had gunfights and commit numerous felonies. Exactly. And I mean, some of that was Lloyd's fault, but it didn't seem like Carmichael was too concerned about, you know, how Lloyd was being, uh, going about his business. 
Yeah, they never showed him like even giving a shit about what Lloyd was doing. No. All he's worried about is what the old man is going to think, which is, you know, whoever his higher up is. Yeah, and, uh, we really care about, I guess. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the Sierra Company was made up of a bunch of soldiers, not soldiers, convicts. Yeah, or the opposite of soldiers. A uh, bunch of convicts that were recruited from prison who had a life sentence, a lack of family, and, you know, pretty much a lack of, you know, them knowing people or them knowing yeah. who they are. They're which easy made to it easy for them to, yeah, operate in the gray. So it... Uh, yeah. I just want to mention one of the, my favorite parts of the movie was probably in the opening scene um i can't remember who it was it was his uh his lawyer there in the front um no that was fitzroy that oh was that fitzroy? fitzroy oh yeah okay that that threw me off he like he looked so different it yeah uh, threw me with, off with too. the gray hair <laughs> i, I yeah, thought that was so much different, different a few cuts later. Um, i thought it was completely different dude but they uh they bring up this initial character trait for ryan gosling did i say that right it's not uh it is it's not the other guy okay yeah um where he really likes bubblelicious bubblegum especially the the watermelon wave kind yep (laughs) i wrote that down i was like what the fuck flavor watermelon wave bubblelicious bubblegum and uh (laughs) you see throughout the movie he's constantly chewing gum like yeah almost all the scenes he's just always got gum in his mouth Chewing his bubblelicious. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that was an actor thing or if they just, they really wanted that in the character. No, they wanted that in the character. Yeah. He's always chewing gum. And that's like always like a reoccurring thing. Cause you know, I was with, uh, with uh, Fitzroy's niece, Claire. She's like, there's no chewing in this house. He's like, Oh, I wasn't briefed. Um, But uh, (laughs) he, he always, he's always chewing gum on his like leisure time, I guess. So uh, that's his thing. Um, one thing I did find out, I looked up some outtakes and interviews and stuff. Uh, when Ryan Gosling, when during that scene at the prison, he was supposed to like blow a super large bubble and then like pop it, or pop a bubble with yeah. his gum. But they ended up cutting it. So he was just mad that he had to sit there and chew the gum for the whole scene <laughs> he get, he commended um uh thornton what's his name he plays billy bob uh, thornton billy bob uh, thornton yeah yeah, yeah he, he commended billy bob thornton for his great performance and he's like yeah i was just sitting there just chewing the whole time <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's a funny story about that scene yeah yeah, I remember uh, I seen Chris Evans in it. Um, he pops up pretty early in the film. I was like, is that motherfucking Chris Evans bringing back the yeah. mustache again? I love it when he grows facial hair. He just he looks he looks good. Um, he does, and he's, he's got the jawline like playing the villain. Like, uh, I guess I, I can't even say Knives Out was the first one because he was in uh, Scott Pilgrim as as an evil ex. 
Oh so yeah. He's he's been doing some some evil roles. He's always like a goofy evil in like every yeah. He's not like yeah, that full was... serious bad guy. No. He he's not like menacing. You look at him and he's just not menacing. So like obviously if he's going to be a bad guy, he has to be like somewhat uh charming in his own way. Yeah. And this this part he's like a bit of a crazy person, but he is uh he definitely does it well. It's not a yeah, it's, not, I, uh, it's not a villain that you could hate for any reason. Maybe you could. I don't know. I I, I find it hard to be mad at Lloyd, Lloyd Hansen. Yeah, I Evans just sells it. He's perfect always um, in every role he does. Uh, he, him, and not Jillian Hall. <laughs> him and Gosling the. Uh, the comedic dialogue between them is just, I think, by far the best oh, uh, yeah. part of this movie. Yeah, It's just, it cracked me up every time. There wasn't a joke that like, didn't land between them. <laughs> How'd you guess? Oh, the trash stash, the tight clothes, just leave Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just, it just looked like a Lloyd. It's like, because <laughs> I got shot in the ass, Suzanne. Yeah. Because I got shot in the ass, Suzanne. I love that part. Yeah, he has his moments for sure. <laughs> Why are you walking like that? Because I got shot in the ass. <laughs> it's good. I um, I also really liked. They do stick very close to the book for like cliche. Uh, I don't even. John Wick's not the first one to do this, but like like John Wickian type of storyline. They see like yeah. very close to that. That, that solid casual storyline that you're used to, you're like, oh, it's this super assassin, and then his people <laughs> free him, and then he's got to, k- <laughs> and then he's got to kill his people, and then you know, the whole thing. Um, yeah, but they they do they do switch some things up that I really enjoyed, like uh, like having um, the bounty get raised is such a cliche thing, and then yeah. Uh, one of his people betraying him, the um, the tailor guy, the one that was doing his uh, fake passport ID. Yeah, like you knew you knew he's going to betray him because he's like none of his people are going to work for him after we raise it to this much money. Right, but I did not see that trapdoor coming. That was I just, didn't either. It was good. He <laughs> was looked like, everywhere oh my God, too. You could tell he was. Scanning he the was room. super suspicious. He was looking around in every room, and he's like, "Hey, hey, hey! Don't go back there." <laughs> <laughs> he was just like checking like, out everything and then when he finally like, i know you like, broke an ankle okay. on that shit yeah he's like i finally you know he, he's like getting settled down now he's like okay maybe i can trust this guy boom trap door <laughs> and that was Knocked such a fall. out of his lungs that, that was like, that made me that was so huge and like the whole time i'm wondering like okay obviously this is not going to contain this super assassin so you call him yeah. uh like how is he gonna get out and like that was that was clever using the gun as yeah a bomb. i like that yep yeah. and then like uh the busting the water pipe i was like i was staring at it for a while i'm like i don't know how the fuck you're gonna get out of here dude scale the wall right and then yeah that was just very clever with the water flooding it and uh and then blowing the the gas pipe at the top yeah that was great i like that was that was clever. I, I didn't expect uh, something. 
I don't know. I, I kind of expected him just to be rescued by somebody or something like a cliche, but it is cool that yeah. he found his way out. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the hell the passport dude was going to do with that, that well other than trap people in there. <laughs> that's, that's a good question. What, like how often does do? he do this that he did that trap door? <laughs> I don't know. Like when did he think of putting this in? He's like, was it in the floor plan? Was he like when he had his place built? I mean, he had a really nice apartment, whatever that apartment was. Where were they in? They were in Vienna. Where's Vienna? Yeah, Is that Vienna. Italy? That's Italy, it's, right? Uh, no, it's, it's it's a country in its own. It's uh, next to Germany. Oh, yeah, because he was speaking German. Oh, no, no, you're right. No, I'm I'm wrong. It's It's a city in austria oh austria yeah that makes sense because uh close to germany he, uh, that was close when they <laughs> crashed the plane he parachuted and landed in turkey so that makes sense they took a train all the way to uh vienna it it cuts like around a lot like i kind of want to know like what he did where did he find a train out in the middle of nowhere like that? Did he just make a really long walk? It's just like uh, trotting out the well. Yeah, no, no, not the well. When he cra- when they crashed the plane and he was out in the middle of nowhere. Remember that part? Oh, I guess. I guess it's just one of those movie magic things you can't just ignore. I guess I kind of just went with it. I suppose. Um, there's, there is some things that didn't make sense to me that I wanted to address. Uh, first of all, like how the fuck, how the fuck did Lloyd know where the fuck he was all the time? You know what I mean? Uh, well, the well guy snitched on him. There you go. That there's that, but then they got away after that. Yeah. I have no clue how the, how the fuck he found him again. So, uh, after they go after that. So after he got out of the well, um, he got picked up by Danny, remember? And then yep, that's yep. when the whole, uh, you know, reveal thing saying that he sent the drive over to uh, the UK chief, CIA chief in uh, the retired uh, CIA chief in Prague, Prague. Prague. Oh, so then yeah, they're like, let's go to go Prague. There. Yeah. And then conveniently, right, they get CTTV footage of a random guy in a mask sending out a package in Bangkok, which, you know, we know it was six, but like, how the fuck did they, that could have been anybody? He was wearing a mask in a jumpsuit. Yeah. They, um, yeah. Well, I, I thought they like went over that that one scene where they were tracking him, where they're like, "Yeah, he changed his outfit," and then he sent a package, and that's where they tracked the package to uh, to that retired agent. How do they know that was him though? Like he had a mask on. How do they Maybe know they, that they it was rec- him? They recording of him changing clothes. <laughs> I guess they did have a run in with him, didn't they? Because he was in that uh, he was in that jumpsuit when they found him. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just one of those one of those movie things. Well, like that happens a lot. First of all, when um 
Okay, so let's say they found out who the, you know, after interrogating Fitzroy and ripping off his fingernails. Oh my god, which I was that scene. intense. I, I, was like, oh. I was like, okay, they're gonna cut away and just hear screaming. Nope, they were focusing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like please cut away. I yeah, don't want to see this. That shit was gross. I mean, they they could have done worse with it, honestly. But um, they could have. But with the I noises and everything, you basically saw it in your head. They did uh, really good with the sound design. Also, like that fucking really punchy like bass uh, music that they have sometimes in that movie is like really, really gets me going. I love that shit. Yeah, I I really enjoyed the the intro. Uh, I don't even know what you call that the melody, um, the beat line. It like got me into it right away. I was like, okay, right. we're going. Gets you excited. Yeah, it's like almost yeah, like I love that shit. Not Mission Impossible theme, but like a like a more. It uh, reminded me of um yeah, like uh, bassy Battlefield Three. It's kind of like that that bum bum bum. Not exactly like that, but like it got you like hyped up in the same way for me as uh, Battlefield Three. That's this as much as I can relate it to, anyways. With that punchy baseline beat, yeah. Uh, Silverbird was also a star of the show. Oh yeah, yeah, that was iconic. <laughs> Every time. Silverbird was playing. He was just beating people up, and it was great. Yep. A lot of fighting going on in this. A lot of fighting. I don't know if they count as action sequences, but I am going to count them as action sequences. Uh, uh, like I read that uh, Ryan Gosling, he trained for seven months in martial arts uh, for doing this choreography. Really? Yeah. I uh not that it's wasted time, but I felt like most of the movie was gunplay. There's I don't a... know if I even noticed it. Yeah. I except was... like the, the end fight with Lloyd, but Right, but like it's a lot more harder to choreograph fighting enough for it to cause like if you like they did it so fast and uh so you know realistic like that if you you're off by an inch you know somebody's gonna get hurt so yeah yeah that's why they train so long doing it which makes sense because i mean it came out really well i mean the cinematography with it that was that was great yeah no doubt it it flows really well yeah it makes you uh really feel every punch and stab and gunshot I uh I really as as someone who is big into philosophy, I liked the discussion about Sisyphus, uh, with oh, Six yeah. and the niece talking, like when he was yep. like first babysitting her, uh, and then they didn't really go anywhere with that. I suppose maybe it was kind of the motif of the movie is yeah. eventually him rolling it up the hill, but it doesn't. It, I don't know. It didn't really like fit with the actual story of Sisyphus. Yeah, um, I think that's like one of those things. It's like they took a lot of tropes from a lot of different action movies and they didn't want like, I feel like like he needs a tattoo that means something. Yeah. He has a philosophy, which is something that most other action heroes don't have. And I think that's what sets him off from the rest. 
him just mentioning that means that he believes in something more than just uh, staying alive or taking uh, down a government uh, or some uh, shit. Yeah, staying alive. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I also want to say, like, even like, especially during that scene about Sisyphus, I really noticed that Claire, the um, the child actor in the movie, yeah. um, Fitzroy's daughter or niece. Niece, uh, yeah. she's a really good actor. Like, I was like, he is. damn, you, you're doing good. I appreciate <laughs> yeah, it. She did she just... all those lines by being sarcastic with them because, like, yeah, he's not really a talkative man. So she basically just started up a conversation. She with filled herself. it in. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was cool. That was that was pretty witty. Yeah, and in a in a star-studded cast where like you know Billy Bob Thornton, Evans, Gosling, uh, even uh, De Armas, um, like having someone who's a little lesser known do really good in the movie that was that was that was cool. Yeah, I I don't know if I've seen her before anywhere else, but um, I feel like it would be it's a good one to have in our on her resume yeah she's in once upon a time in hollywood that's that's about it of of stuff that i've seen from oh. her cinematography film. Yeah, I, I she uh, she that. does some voice work in adventure time but not much okay yeah so a cool, uh, pretty pretty relatively new actor it looks like yeah i okay. liked her acting yeah, she was great. Um, I do like the little uh, dynamic that uh, Six and Claire had. Like, uh, you know, when uh, she went to the hospital and came back and, um, you know, he's like, uh, do you feel any better? And she's like, oh, it's just another Thursday. And then, like, they kind of had this dynamic after that is like, Saying that it's just another Thursday means like, you know, don't worry about me. I've done this plenty of times before, you know, when he, <laughs> when he uses that same line, when he, uh, fights Lloyd you know, at the end there, no, or, or even like he did it like five minutes later when he, uh, you know, dispatched that guy that broke into their house. Oh, yeah. he's, he's like, like just yes, another Thursday for just me, another Thursday. And then. You know, I like I like the translation there. It's just like, don't worry about me. I do this all the time. You know, because there is a lot to worry about with uh, six if you care about him at all, because he's always getting into crazy shit. But you know, saying it's just another Thursday brings a little bit of uh, you know trust in his abilities, which is a lot of abilities. He's um and i'm gonna quote suzanne on this uh he's freakishly good at what he does (laughs) yeah um i have a lot of comments on the scene after cahill the um that retired agent dies and he gets cuffed to that bench in the middle of the plaza I have okay. a lot of comments for this one (laughs) first why did they cuff him to a bench they could have just put him in the car and then take him to the station. What are they just, they're like, they put him there and they're like, don't move. Don't move. <laughs> no, you what stay. Yeah, you stay there. Um, 
this turned into a fucking GTA mission. It did. <laughs> with the amount of cops that got killed. This guy brought out a fucking minigun. Dude, it escalated. Like from Halo Reach. So quickly, man. Just fucking ripping up cars and killing yeah. cops. Lloyd's just like, send in Bravo team or whatever. Like, why did he have uh, so many weaponized vehicles just on standby? Yeah. I get this man is dangerous, but like, why? Like, they brought out the the grenade launcher <laughs> like put onto a back of a van like holy shit man <laughs> would someone mind shooting the man handcuffed to the bench yeah and he's just like all this shit's going on and then uh um he manages to get a gun and then it it ran out of bullets as soon as he was gonna shoot the handcuff so he's just stuck there I don't exactly remember how he got out. Uh, I don't either. I thought he shot it, but I guess if he ran out of ammo, then maybe I missed it too. Because uh, he still had the handcuff on his hand, so maybe it just broke off of the, the, the bench. Oh, yeah. I think he pulled another body. Like, one of the many dead cops pulled a <laughs> body over to him and then took another gun and then shot the handcuffs. Yeah. Uh, he... Um... Another thing I noticed is that the one body that was behind the bench with him when he was hiding there. Why Why did this average Czech cop, he wasn't even a SWAT officer, have a fucking <laughs> grenade on his belt? Why? What? What is going on in Czech that they come equipped with grenades standard with their daily beat cops? It's what Prague, the man. These streets are hard, man. You gotta, right? you gotta up the measures, okay? You don't know what kind of crime is going on over there. You need to get SWAT vehicles with mounted machine guns, all right? Because they came out with that shit quick. Remember that? Yeah. The guys came out with their, with the LMGs and started blasting, right? And then the cops, like two minutes later, come in with the mounted machine gun and just start shooting at them. And everybody's shooting <laughs> at each other as if it's a war zone. I'm like, what the fuck? I kind of took that as they were already on the way because they maybe considered the Cahill's apartment explosion like a terrorist thing. Oh, so you know what? was already on the way. <laughs> that would make sense. That makes a whole um, lot of cause, sense. Because I think they did have him cuffed for like five to ten minutes, I think, yeah. maybe in movie time. We just don't see that. Uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, he just he pulls the grenade off that guy's belt and throws it over. And I'm like, where the fuck did that guy get that? You know, I'm wondering if uh, I'm wondering since you made that point about the explosion, I'm wondering if they handcuffed him to the bench because they didn't want to put him in the car because he might be a Unabomber with like a bomb strap to him because like he was. But they put him in, in a public park. He had to shoot the gun because there was oh, people yeah. everywhere. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you should clear the center or clear the plaza. And then they weren't even listening to him. I don't think they understand English, but yeah. And then he shot the gun He's to clear it out. Shooting his gun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that, that yeah, continuing didn't with make his sense thing either. Of saving innocent lives. Yeah. Yeah. So why the fuck did they do that? Uh, I, maybe they him? thought he like wasn't even like a suspect. Like he was just wrong place wrong time kind of guy because he didn't look like he came out of the building they seen him run around from the corner true to get blown back yeah so they know he wasn't in there no but he tried to run from there 
because he was getting shot at by somebody else. But why does he get arrested then? Wasn't he getting shot at? Why was he running? Which part? Uh, right after the explosion. Uh, and, uh, he because he wanted to save Cahill because uh, I think she was like a mentor to him. To him, so yeah. he was trying to run back around to the entrance because she locked him in the cellar, and then that's when uh, when she blew the blew the place. Yeah, no, I'm saying like after that, after the explosion, he gets up and starts running, and then he gets hit by a car, and then that's when he gets arrested. Oh, well, oh, I, I, I guess thought he, he put just... his hands up and then he fought the cops a little bit. Oh yeah, they... that's right. He did. Yeah, you're right. That's why he was arrested. Yes, he uh, he tried to beat up some cops. He probably could have got away with it, like uh, just saying it was uh, like he didn't even know. I don't know. He could have, but then all that craziness went down at the city square. Yeah, yeah. I really like the uh, the accurate gunfights. I mean, I've never been in a, a gunfight myself, but the the bullet chinks, all the impacts, and uh, the sounds. We're all pretty accurate. Um, yeah. I really liked when he had the shield and he was running through the little train and he was yep. uh, trying to was a uh, tram. deflect some bullets. Yeah. Yep. The tram. And then he, he's peeking the pistol around and fucking shooting people. And it was good. It was very yeah, good. It was, it was all it around was like a really good time. Like it was super fun. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that whole scene is just, I, I'm making a lot of fun of it, of, because it's stupid action scenes and I've got some more comments. Yeah. But it's just, it's a great time. It's so fun, but it's just ridiculous. It's like uh, Fast and the Furious, but without all the cringe. I mean, there's a little <laughs> the, bit of cringe, but not much. The uh, last comment I have on this whole uh, fighting section. So he, so they get this fucking um, grenade launcher car. And yeah. they blow up the front of the tram eventually after missing for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and the tram like veers off into a building and he jumps off into uh, Danny's car who who is like there with like a Porsche or something or some sort of sports car. I don't know if that's supposed to be like a James an Bond Audi. type scene. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, he jumps into her Audi. And like just just the slow mo scene of that, I'm like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about like the part where the the tram like goes into the building and he's like, yeah, running and there's away. debris everywhere, and he like yeah. jumps off and survives, and and then you know, he like, just pops in the car, and he's like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you know, now I feel a little bit weird. I mean, you saved me, and like I, I haven't had a chance to save you yet. It's like no comment on what the fuck just happened right there. (laughs) You just threw a tram into a building. Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. I think after that, they. uh... Yeah. And then then Lloyd. After that, Suzanne gets pissed off at Lloyd saying that was like the worst fuck up in history. And then he doesn't care. (laughs) He he calls up history guys. He calls up this guy, which we see like three times. Uh, he's called the Lone Wolf. <laughs> that you was remember? so crunchy. <laughs> yeah. And oh God, um, Lone Wolf. for some reason, this Lone Wolf guy 
like knows exactly where he is too. I don't know where the hell they're getting all this information. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't catch that one. He just he just knows where he is. Also, okay, I, I guess I better mention this before we move off of it. Back in Prague, Prague. Yeah. God damn it, Prague. we're still in Prague. <laughs> but when they're in the when they're in um, Margaret's house, they just like they don't even make confirmation that he's there. But yet they just unload into that building. You know, like I thought um, they would like, you know, have somebody oh. uh, like look into the building to make sure he's there or some shit. But they had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 were just about to leave and yeah. get out of the building <laughs> and they just just light up the building. Yeah. It's like what? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like they. I knew they had like a lead on um, Margaret, but they had no idea that he was going to be there. They just assumed he was. And then the same time they show up, he's there. And then they just unload into the house without even knowing who the fuck's in there. Yeah, maybe they could have done better breaching the room first. Not that they wouldn't have all gotten killed, but I don't know. Like it felt like this last part of like everything after Prague felt like everything had should have had a little more uh, exposition to it. Like, I feel like we could have done with a little more information on like how things are happening. Um, because, uh, so he hires lone wolf and then lone wolf, like beeline straight to where, uh, because um where he is in the hospital yeah where he's in the hospital uh didn't they go to uh like a vet clinic no they they went to a full hospital because it was it was in Prague still because they were oh yeah that's right the, the officers he was looking for the the serial code for her pacemaker for for the niece that was okay they went to the vet clinic afterwards but they went to the hospital look for the serial code for his niece uh for claire and they ended yeah, up finding yeah. it, and then he knew they were there. I was like, what? Yeah, um, yeah I, I thought that was wild. That fight scene was pretty cool. I, th- I <laughs> It was good. Yeah, I liked, I liked the teamwork there. Uh, him yeah. And, uh, and Danny, they did really good together. Yeah, he was just walking out the door, and then just a knife comes out of nowhere, and he catches it right in his hand. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure that hurt, but he's just like, you know. You know, six doesn't want to show any emotion, but yeah, that was that was super cool. Um, but then he ends up getting the drive, <laughs> and he gets away. All it took was the lone wolf. Yeah, I I, um, I kind of like that scene when he got stabbed in the hand because he took a second because the knife was still in his hand, and he just yeah. like instead of just you know like the normal tough guy just pull it out and back to fighting. He like right. pulled it out and like shook his hand off and like that He's hurt. Like, ah, that fucking hurt. Yeah, that's. Uh, I would be the same Dude. way. Actually, yeah, there was no way I could pull that thing out of my hand. I'm like, I'm gonna die. This is it. I couldn't it's be like, an action hero for sure. This movie portrays him as like this John Wicky and uh, James Bond like super, super spy guy, but he he was just yeah. a convict that got trained to kill. I know. Yeah, I, I don't know how many I would like to know how many years he was training or at least like a montage or something on like how long he was training because yeah, going from a, is a convict, hours long, right? But we just kind of assume. I don't know. 
maybe we could have had a, like a, call this a part one and then just had a shit ton of exposition in this. I think that would have been cool, but the action, I'll take the action for that. Yeah, I think they, I think they almost needed to do it this way to sell the idea, and then they yeah. can go back and do the exposition in the first one, like yeah. a prequel. Yeah, exactly. Where they have more time, they've already got the the fan base, and I agree. Unfortunately, the critics. I don't know if they listen to the critics when they decide to make another movie, but the critics did not like this movie as much because of the things we talked about, like the lack of plot and stuff, which is fine. I guess it's a fair criticism, but I don't think, uh, I actually watched, uh, an IGN review, which I never do. I usually don't agree with what the fuck IGN says. Cause <laughs> fuck them. They're just pretentious bastards. Typically. But, yeah. The first thing they said is that this was like a film with great potential, but falls flat because like took its, uh, its predecessors, which uh, was took influence from this. Okay. Oh my God. Words. Um, so the movies that they were inspired to make this, like, you know, John Wick and Jason Bourne, all that stuff. Like Jason, it's God. Yeah, they're like... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, they said that those were better movies than this. And like, I don't exactly agree with that. I feel like they're all in their, their own special uh, category. Uh, have you seen the Jason Bourne movies? They're great, but like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I put Jason Bourne in like Jack Reacher category. It's like, it's not as good as mission impossible. Uh, James Bond ish, but they're up there for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm may I, maybe I have rose tinted glasses. Like I really want to love this movie, but it's just too much action for there to be a story that I can like, you know. I feel like they could have dialed it back. Um I don't know if I mentioned this already, but the book that they based this off of had 11 action sequences and there's no way they could fit all that in a movie. So they had to settle with nine, which is still a shit ton compared to the average yeah. action movie. It flows well. It works yeah. really well. Uh, I think it's what helps keep this movie uh, going at what it is. Is it? It moves at a super fast pace. It does like, almost instantly into the movie. Uh, you're you're going on this first hit in like the first ten minutes. You're in three different countries. Uh, it's just kind of going all around and maybe if they took their time um it would have been a big flop because unless they redid the the storyline because if they took their time and still stuck with this kind of storyline it would have been just another boring action movie i think true but yeah with the amount of action and comedy and like the breakneck speed in this movie it was almost over before you realized it and yeah. uh, it kind of kept it as like a fun enjoyment. So like your last thoughts of this movie is, oh yeah, that was fun. You don't that was. usually focus as much on the story just because there's all this action. Yeah. Um, this, this something like this is akin to uh, another action movie I really like called uh, Hardcore Henry. You've seen that one? <laughs> 
which also is all, all first person, but it was just all action. You know, there wasn't much that you knew about Henry or why he was so hardcore, but <laughs> um, it was an interesting, it was an interesting take on an action movie, making it first person like that. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, uh, hardcore Henry actually got rated higher by like point two, which is surprising. Really? Wow. Well, I mean, it's just, it's, that's like, you know what I mean? The pacing is around the same at that point. Like, they give you some story bits, and if you're not, you know, cooling off from that last action sequence, then uh, you'd be able to keep up. But you better better listen up close when, when there's not action, because <laughs> that's all you get. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like there's... Uh, there is some bits here and there that you you got to pick up on what's going on. But, I mean, it's not like it's not hard or anything. Hard yeah. I, not to take us back to the tram scene again, but uh, taking us back to the tram scene again. Hmm? <laughs> um, I just realized what my actual note said. I said, what the Mission Impossible fuck was that tram crashing scene? How did he survive <laughs> that? That is very Mission Impossible for shit like that. I mean, I think that one and the plane is yeah like the most Mission Impossible you can get. Yeah, for sure. Anything coming out of a plane, it's just it's Mission Impossible. It's that's Tom Cruise right there. I know, kind of um, like it's a classic, uh, you know, kind of like a helicopter crash in in Call of Duty. You, as soon as you yeah. get into a helicopter, you know what's about to go down. Or uh, Uncharted, which it now has a movie as well that did the same scene, but it was also in the game. The, the yeah. fighting out out of the out of the plane, like as you're falling. Yeah. Uh, um, I actually watched Uncharted like the other day. Yeah, I really like. I really liked it. Yeah. I um, I enjoyed it. I seen that one in uh, in theaters. It, it was a good watch. Uh, yeah. Also very stupid. Very stupid plot, <laughs> but, yeah. but the action like, is super fun. Is the it gold worth it at this point? You know, you, you're like literally flying these ships, okay? <laughs> can, can we just let bygones be bygones here? Why is there just a revenge quest here for this gold? <laughs> Nobody ended up getting anything. Uncharted is now thing. on Netflix, <laughs> so we need to do that at some point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that... that that's a fun movie. I, I, watch I could again. go for an hour on that one. That's yeah. That's a movie for sure. Yeah. That so like, would you say uh, is that on par with like, or is it comparable to the the Prague scene in this? Uh, to the wait, which scene? As like the scene with the ships in Uncharted. Is that like? kind of uh comparable to the prog scene in this movie oh no i think this this and gray man stands above it like it just feels well done like the the gunfire and the uh like the explosions the pyrotechnics in all of this is just phenomenal oh yeah (laughs) the whole time you're watching that ship scene in uncharted you're like just like what the fuck is going on yeah like you were just, just confused, took, like, off the rails. You, uh, yeah, it took you because you were questioning their motives the whole time. Yeah, 
Is the gold really worth it at this point? That and there wasn't as much murder in Uncharted as the games, which I could understand. You know, I there is a lot of uh, shooting in Uncharted, but it is also a video game. So I don't know how you can replicate that in a movie without all these people dying. <laughs> yeah, literally the I, uh... bad guys in that. Okay. I don't want to talk too much more about Uncharted, but like the only bad guys in that were the same guys throughout the whole movie. You know, there wasn't like any generic bad guys like the normal action movie. There was sometimes, but I have uh, not to uh, to rag on too much about how great Chris, Chris Evans, the Chris Evans was in this movie, <laughs> but he had two more lines that I really liked. There was one that was just kind of a quick thing where uh, some of his henchmen fucked up and there was a couple dead on the ground. Yeah. He just yells, morons! And he shoots a couple <laughs> into one of the dead soldiers and then goes after... Uh, he kicks the other one. Uh, goes after Six himself. Yeah, He had to take it, off, take it out on somebody. Might as well be the dead bodies. <laughs> and then there's the one where he's shooting out of their... Uh, I think this is after the RPG goes through their main window. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Window. Yeah. <laughs> he's shooting outside. Uh, just at shit. I think he's just trying to hit something. He's like, you're making me destroy a historic building here. Yeah. You're making me destroy a piece good. of historic. Yeah. yeah. However you said it, but yeah, that, that was a good line. Like he, he just doesn't care about anything else. And I think that's what adds to it's like, they're literally blowing stuff up and he is just like, he's making a joke in there saying that he's having to do this, blowing up a historical monument, I think is great. He's just having a, he's just having a great time with this role. Yeah. Uh, he's he's laughing. Uh, you remember that part where like, he gets shot at and he just chuckles a little bit. <laughs> it's like, this guy's actually insane. <laughs> uh, also with that RPG scene, so Danny shoots the fucking RPG through there and this is the only uh scene where i fucking i rewinded like 20 seconds because i had to watch again because it was just it was so quick that i almost like didn't catch it yeah Uh, she shoots it through there and then you just get this quick like quarter second scene of the explosion inside i'm like did she just kill all these people that like weren't even a part of this yeah i remember that like are they just all dead i just see them all blow up that is the most gangster thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> she gets and I thought right, for a second next. she killed Suzanne as well. Oh, she was in there yeah. too. No, and then she like, showed up there. I'm like, oh, she's good. Yeah, she got messed up um, pretty bad, but she was fine. But I don't know how many people died in that room, but like that was messed up, man. These people are just trying to live <laughs> their lives working on a computer. And then she's just like, hello. Yeah, they don't even see it. They're just they're just dead. They didn't even see it coming. Well, Suzanne saw it coming for a split second. Yeah, that was probably why she lived. <laughs> also, uh, Danny is like a hardcore like she's a great shot with all the explosives. Do you remember yeah. when she was running up to the building and like as she was running, she just shot the perfect grenade at that guy that was like. 300 meters away that one guy that was on the the he was on a balcony and as she was running up 
as she's running, she shoots the grenade launcher and it goes all the way over there and blows him up. I'm like, some skill. That is. Yeah, she's like, they almost made her, like, they said she's a field agent. So, you know, she's like got uh, experience out there, but they don't like, they almost like make it seem like, like she's a field agent, but like has been resorted to desk duty or writing reports type of thing. Like they don't really show you many hints of her badassness until you get to these scenes but, and you're like, oh my God, she's kicking ass along with six. Yeah. And um, I think all you know is that uh, she stays pretty busy with her field work. Um, because after, after Bangkok, she was going to head over to Singapore, but then that's when, you know, Carmichael uh, called her up to interrogate her. Oh, which yeah, I, I, have to, I have to recant actually because in the opening uh, target, she does she does kill some people and uh, with six when they're getting yeah. away there. So she she does do some stuff in the early part. I forgot about that. Yeah, she actually was the one that prepped uh, the op for him. So uh, she got all that that gun that was that uh, infrared gun that he was about to use. She set that up for him. And then she basically just prepped everything for him to do it, which at that point, like, why don't you just do it yourself? But I don't know. He was the guy for the job, I guess. Yeah, maybe because if he gets caught, uh, no one really knows who assigned it. Because part of the agency. Yeah. Yeah. She actually has a a file. Yeah. Uh, did, Did I miss... I think I missed a scene early on. So he has the water gun. Yeah. Uh, the little red squirt gun. Did yep. did he do something with that? Or did, did I miss him throwing it away? What happened? Yeah, that? that was used to get into that room with the gun. So oh, I guess there was like an RFID chip in there or okay. something. And he just hold, yeah. held it up to the door and that's how he got in. Okay. Yeah. I seen him looking at the gun and stuff, but I, 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 I didn't realize that that's what it was for. That's interesting. Yeah, they didn't show it or anything, too. I actually paused it. I went back and paused it right where that uh, where it zoomed in on the squirt gun to see if I could see something in there. I didn't see anything. Yeah, well, I, I seen like the little chip on the side. I just, I, I oh, don't know. I almost chip on the thought side? it was like a. It almost looked like a like a handle. Like like a like a real gun handle. So I'm like, is this actually like a real gun? But then I see oh, that I there's have... water in there. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> I must have missed that part. But yeah, that that must have been the chip he used to get in there. But yeah, she got everything set up for him, and he ended up not doing it because uh, gun jammed. Because there was a kid. Yeah, there was a kid. Carmichael is ruthless. We don't know what his motivations are, but. He he was he went to the only reason he knows Lloyd is because they went to Harvard together, and Lloyd um, used to be in uh, in the six CIA. Knows Lloyd? Or six is it Lloyd not know knows Lloyd? First time he met Lloyd, Lloyd remember that was when they had that interaction where he's like, "You must be Lloyd." Yeah, yeah. Who who were you saying that knew Lloyd? Carmichael. Oh yeah, so they knew. Carmichael knew Lloyd from uh, Harvard. They were Harvard buddies. And uh, 
Yeah, that's how that's the only way he knows him. And then he just called him up one day as he was torturing somebody. Uh, so I don't know if you got this context either, but like Lloyd used to be a CIA agent, agent, but he got kicked out due to, uh, impulsive actions and like unsanctioned tortures and shit like that. Yeah. So he was, uh, currently on the phone hooking, uh, jumper cables to someone's cheeks. Yeah. Hooking up jumper cables. Uh, and then he does that iconic thing. He's like, boring. And then hits the hits the button. But yeah, calls him up and then he's like, Yeah, I got a job for you. Uh, I need you to go kill this guy, Sierra Six. Sounds fun. He knows he has a rap sheet or something. Like so he already knew about this guy, but he doesn't know him. Right? He knew about him like professionally, I guess, through his work. So he works as a hired yeah. gun now and he just kinda does whatever for whoever he, he has a actually he has a company hansen government services but yeah like i guess i'm trying to uh say like why did he just do all this shit to uh kill this one guy ended up being his downfall i think he just really likes it like you said he's just he's just a fucked up dude he's a fucked up dude and like like his pride was enough to uh kill him in that way like he could be living in millions of dollars but he just he he'd rather pursue these goals i don't know maybe he just never had an unfulfilled hit and then he would do whatever means possible maybe he just saw this as a challenge and he's like i'm gonna take him down whatever means necessary so i don't know but yeah, that was, um, yeah. So I had some comments on the uh, the final showdown as well with uh, Lloyd and our titular Gray Man. Um, yeah. So Claire, uh, played by Julia Butters, I looked up there. She shoots fucking Chris Evans his fingers off with a flare gun. Yeah. <laughs> Shoots his fingers off. No, he didn't. No, sh- did she shoot his fingers off? Because like, yeah, he, I thought she shot him she with the shot him gun. Shot him in like the back. His... Right? Did I miss that? I... How did he lose his fingers then? I don't know. Because I, I thought, uh, I thought he said that it was the girl that did it. Maybe I, I missed it. But I thought it was the flare gun. I thought it was the f- <laughs> dude. I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, he shoots off. Maybe, he sh- okay. I'm gonna say that that's what happened. I think maybe he, because he got. I remember he got shot in the back with the flare gun. That's how he got the burn. How he lost his fingers, I don't remember. What were you gonna say about that? I just thought it was fucking cool because I oh. thought she uh, she shot his fingers off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably what happened. I, I also thought it was funny that. He grabbed the flare gun while Six has an actual gun <laughs> and then chases or, you know, takes Claire hostage into the maze. But I'm just sitting there and I'm like, dude, he has a flare gun. That flare gun already did some damage, so I don't know why I'm underestimating it. But Yeah, flare guns can fuck you up. 
At least shown in movies. Yeah. I don't know if that's a real yeah. thing. Gotta watch uh, some Mythbusters on that. I play too much video games, so I know as soon as I have a flare gun, it's useless. Not as useful as, however, you know, she used it. That would be cool. <laughs> you know, you just I shoot had, a flare uh... gun at somebody, it'll burn their face off. It's a cool feature they added. I had a couple more things here on that final fight. Uh, Chris Evans, or uh, Lloyd, taking a break to dump the rocks out of his shoes <laughs> in the middle of the fight. Yeah, he he stops to do a lot of things during that. Like uh, like when he gets thrown into the pond, he's like, ah, that stinks. He's just like, <laughs> I don't know. You think at this caliber of a fight, you think they wouldn't stop to groan in pain like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, uh, maybe there was chlorine in it or something. Burned maybe. his gut. Yeah. But yeah, at the end, uh, after he kills Lloyd, um, Gosling uh, six crawls out of the water after after um, after Suzanne shoots him. He's just crawling out of the water. He's like, yeah, I'm just gonna like get out of here though. <laughs> I'll stay. I'll stay still. I won't run. But I'm just gonna crawl out of the water first. Yeah. Or who did it's that? Like, did six do that? Losing a lot of blood. Yeah, because yeah. she like blood. shot him. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, a lot of blood. I'm just gonna get out of here. Yeah, the water here. <laughs> no, he's like, uh, does this plan involve me living? She's, <laughs> she's like, yeah, and he's like, okay, well, we better go because a uh, lot of blood, a lot of blood, a lot of blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got stabbed like six times. It's just beat up so much. Oh, got man. shot there again. That was probably the worst day of his life, honestly. To be uh, globally wanted. With a $50 million bounty and uh, yeah. shot and stabbed several times, not getting any sleep. <laughs> it's like this is the most sleep I've gotten in 36 hours. Yeah, he's just passed out in the back of the car. Cool, well, because he got so, tranquilized. She tranquilized him. So being in the army, I uh, I like to keep an eye out. Like, I always hear in Hollywood, they like intentionally do uniforms wrong to like not be like stolen valor or anything like that i guess is is the excuse i hear so i was kind of looking at the outfits there's like there's only two soldiers or uh two u.s soldiers in the movie they're like at the end in the holding cell they both looked really good i really like their outfits not not their outfits they're uh they're ocps they uh they looked really good and they looked uh on point but I, uh, I was, I was keeping an eye out for it. I, I think I did replay that scene too because I was always trying to find those flaws. Maybe the um, fact that there were PCs indoors, but uh, <laughs> other than that, they looked really good. Maybe I think uh, are they allowed to do it if they are actually in the service? I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're in a service, you can wear your uniform. You can and wear... I don't think it's. It's not really like necessarily outlawed that you you can't like because you're allowed to portray someone else. It's not illegal. Uh, they just I, I think it was out of respect that they kind of like just change up the uniforms or purposely do like a patch wrong or something just to uh, to not be I don't know um, I don't know the reasoning, but yeah, I always just look for those errors because it's such a common thing in Hollywood movies. 
Yeah. Or it could just be them not knowing of like how to actually do the uniforms. Um, sometimes I'll see them in uniforms, but they'll uh, they'll have the the collar being popped is a big one. They'll always yeah. pop the collars, and then they'll like uh, you know velcro it together. I'm like, you never see anybody like that <laughs> actually. I uh, I think one of the biggest ones I've seen is I very often see people calling like people general, and then it's clear that when you see their chest, they're just a full bird colonel. <laughs> oh yeah i'm like uh you're kind of a rank off there right yeah i mean that makes sense though but don't they just have like the colonel badge and then they'll have like stars on their their shoulders uh no no you get the stars on your chest once you become a oh uh oh seven oh okay so it's you like get the is it also on your shoulders three. Or is that just for... Um, it's just like your you dress uniform, usually. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's... Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I railroaded us down to... Uh, no, that's fine. Like, I, I I, do notice that in movies often. The, the whole messing up the uniforms thing. It's either that yeah. or they won't have any uh, name tags or tags on their uniform in general. Yeah. So yeah, that's great, man. <laughs> yeah, overall, I think this movie was kind of like a like a seven to seven and a half for me. Like, it wasn't perfect by any standard, but no, uh, it was it was far from bad. Like, it's if you're bored, you're at home, or if you could even see this in a theater, I I think it was straight to to streaming though. Yeah, uh, it's a good watch. It's definitely a good way to kill two hours you're not gonna feel like a waste of time here even for like background noise i mean you could have it there it'll keep you entertained for whenever you look at it honestly yeah i I watch those few scenes watch the uh prog scene and yeah there's no really scenes in here that really bore you it's just it's a wild ride the whole time yeah that's 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 great man uh what what would be your uh final rating if you had to give it one I'll give it a nine only because I really love spy movies so much that if I didn't, I probably would give it a six or a seven. But like, I think it's, you know, like I said before, like the rose tinted glasses, like I fucking love. Yeah. This shit. Um, yeah, definitely. Like I, I feel that way towards horror. Like I give them, well, maybe, maybe the opposite towards horror. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. I feel that way towards. Some yeah, it's, I know. Yeah, I agree, and um, the I know I'm giving it more than it deserves, but like I really love that movie, and mm. I'll probably watch it again, and along with you know the 007 series. Yeah, I, or I'll watch John Wick again too. You know, it's yeah, just one I of those movies that. that I think that I will enjoy every time I watch it. Yep. I could definitely say that this is one that you're not going to really, I don't think it's going to be a different rewatch on the second time. I think it's going to be just the same. Like, like you mentioned, Maybe you'll it's going to be up a thing background movies. It's going to be something you yeah. play on your phone or chat with someone and Hey, it's a, it a fun action movie in the background. It's yeah. It's what these kind of movies are here for and, and they're good at it. They're good at what yeah. they do. Yeah. And if you do rewatch it, like, okay. Um, when I rewatch, we, watched it the first time 
Um, I decided to pause it when he uh, when he first looked at the drive because I'm like, what is uh, what is what's all the fuss about? So I wanted to see what was on there to see. I took a close look at all the files that were on there, and one of the files mentioned something about uh, Operation Metador. Mm-hmm. They or Matador. Uh, yeah, that I don't sense. know what that was because that was never mentioned at all throughout the rest of the movie. Maybe yeah, that I, was... think that it's, I think it's going to be some prequel bait, which is yeah. it's weird. Usually you go sequels, but I think I think they're going to go back in time for this one. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there is. Yeah. Like you said, some bait there if you do want to watch it again. But yeah, other than that, like good background noise overall. Fun movie. Yeah. I, what did um, you think of the gray man? Give us a, give us an email at uh, hazardous opinions pod at gmail.com. We would love to hear your opinion about it. Yeah. Or shoot us up on Instagram hazardous opinions pod, uh, plural hazardous opinions pod <laughs> on Instagram. Still kicking off the discord. Still working that up. Yeah. Um, but so far we just get the the email and the Instagram but yeah hit us up uh, let us know what you think if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify give us a rating uh, it really helps us see how we're doing uh, what we could do better just give us a stars and maybe shoot us a, a comment if it's less than 5 or even if yep. it is 5 tell us what we're doing wrong what we're doing right and we'll make changes from there yeah, we would value your feedback. For sure. And, um, and yeah, and what's the next movie? Have you decided that? I haven't. Um, I'm thinking, no, I don't know. We'll figure that out. Uh, what, when's, the, when's the next one? Well, hmm. we could either do it next weekend or the weekend after that. Either way. Let's... Uh, Let's do the weekend after that. I think we're going to take a quick hiatus and then just catch up on our what we got going on because we're both pretty busy these days. So yeah, definitely have we'll, no uh, going on. Yeah, we'll, we'll let you know. Well, you'll find out when it comes out what the next episode will be. But For it'll sure. be a and good one. By the time that next one comes out, we'll have more of a, not really like a like a set schedule, but we'll have the uh, the next few planned out. So we'll we'll be able to show you guys each one that we're going to be doing next. So you guys can either play along for the game or watch along for the movies and yep. see what our thoughts are. But um, it'll probably end up being an older one for the next movie. Probably, yeah. But we do know the game this month. Andy? Yeah. It's Metro 2033. We're probably both going to be playing excited. through the the Redux. Uh, I'm very excited for this. Uh, just because the Redux is is out. So why not play the, the remaster edition? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we've both played through these games before a bit. But it'll be good to dive a little more in depth into this. Maybe play on some harder difficulties or explore some more areas and see what else we missed over oh, yeah. past places and yeah it'll be fun i'm excited for that one uh yeah. that will be our november game here so that'll be towards the end of the month probably 
closer to Thanksgiving. So if you're looking for a game to play this month, definitely play that one. And then we'll all talk about it. Yeah, it's it's an older one. Um, little janky controls, and we'll, we'll get into that. But it's, uh, it still holds up for the most part. And it's not that long of a playthrough if you nope. just shoot right through the game. So... Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see you in the next one, and yeah, uh, yeah. that's it for me. Yeah, is that it for you? Yeah, that's <laughs> it for me. All right, see cool. ya. See ya. <laughs>